0: Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude.
1: Brought to you by Lowe's. Well, folks, the Cheetos are expanding their Flamin' Hot brand. Really? And making uh, well, not to anything, any new product, but they're hotter. it's like a new flavor. It's an oh. extension. Cheetos Flamin' Hot Tangy Chili Fusion flavor.
2: Okay. <sighs> Uh-huh. Do you ever uh, get to the peppers. point?
0: Where, is it you, where there are so many spices you can't tell the difference anymore? I don't know. You know what I mean? In I the different varieties, chili pepper,
1: know. garlic, ginger, and citrus in this one. Okay. At what point does the chip aisle where they have to start getting rid of stuff? Because they like, will. It's just like the cereal aisle. Certain aisle at things some point. will fall off. Yeah.
2: But if you were in that business, I mean, that's the name of the game. Don't sit right. Yeah. Don't just be gets. Pardon the pun. Stale. The only thing <laughs> that
1: upsets me about some of these is I never see them. It's like all of, they're I, gone. I, I talk about all these snacks that these specialize in, and, it, and it's like I keep waiting and waiting. And, and you don't. Well, see every now and then you'll see one at the store.
0: I stopped to get gas yesterday, and I found the Doritos you were talking about in yesterday's food. Dude. The sweet tangy the barbecue. The sweet tangy barbecue. They How are one? they? They're great. You bought them? No. Oh. No, I, and I guess maybe I should have bought three bags of them. I oh just, wait, you ate them?
2: Yeah. Oh, so you bought them and ate them for you.
0: I bought one little bag and ate them. Oh, that's Did you okay. want me to bring them to share?
2: No. Right now, I'm trying to be so good, but I'm surprised you yeah. didn't bring them for your girlfriend over yeah. here.
0: Uh, well, so I did. I thought,
1: you know what? I will swing by today and do the same thing. Aw, oh, you're sweet. Uh, Honey, bunches of oats. Oh, yeah. They are now branching out into granola chips. Okay. It's like It looks like they're little wheat ends yeah. uh, multi-grain snacks, but Pop one em. is honey roasted and one has uh, got blueberry on it. Cute. Okay. One, really mm-hmm. kind of cute. And Kahlua. A uh, Kahlua mm. and cream coffee mate, yes. and I know the first question.
2: Of course, it doesn't have alcohol in Correct. it. Correct, <laughs> no alcohol, but you it get that get Kahlua taste. taste. That's a and good. And this taste. one
1: is so funny. Sir Mix a Lot has teamed up with Chex. Yeah, Chex Mix back in two thousand nine. Uh-huh. they got rid of the bagel chips in the Chex Mix. Uh huh. Well, they're bringing them back, and so okay. they got uh, they got. To mix, mix a lot. lot to help out with it.
2: Yeah, I like my snacks and I cannot lie. Are we going to see this at the Super Bowl?
1: You might snacks. see it. What, it works. It like yeah. Okay, like now here's hungry. the line I really like. Here, play this one.
2: My homeboys tried to warn me because that crunch you got it makes it. me so hungry. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're makes makes me been. so hungry. You scared me for a second. <laughs> Thank you, food dude. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody.
0: Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider at 620.
2: Coming up next, though, Lisa has a critique for our not-so-serious book club. We love to hear from you the most, so jump in, 877 310 msj or online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From our, well, we got this in the email from Lisa. Um, it's about our Not So Serious Book Club. Mm-hmm. Over the holidays, I added a couple of books to the Not So Serious Book Club. Um, fiction, I only read fiction, really. <laughs> I mean, if nonfiction's
1: I, my job.
2: nonfiction is Murphy. Oh, you
1: read uh like about Ozzy, that's nonfiction. Okay,
2: autobiographies about fun yeah. people. Yeah, that's yes. true. Ooh, I read the Sammy Hagar bio last year. Mm. It was fun and funny and what a businessman he is. Yeah. I recommend that one. Uh, but I added a few and one of them was a man called Uwe. You guys remember me talking about it. The movie it's, is Otto. Right. The movie is a man called Otto, currently playing starring Tom Hanks. Hanks. Okay, so I recommended the book because I started reading it and I could see that it was beautiful and then I don't remember what happened. I I never finished it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Life. But it was good. So Lisa chimed in, finished this book and Jody, you've got to finish this book. It's really good. I would have never read it if it wasn't for you recommending it Uh, because you said, you stopped, I wanted you to know you've got to finish it. It was so, so good. So thank you, Lisa. Hmm. Uh, for that. I believe it. It's about a man who, without giving anything away, you you could get this from the cover of the book. He's a widower.
1: You can probably get it from the trailer. Yeah. (laughs) He's an angry old cuss. Hello. What's your name? Otto. Otto? O-T-T-O.
2: I'm Abby. O-T-T-O. I brought you some food. Uh, okay. Okay. Bye. So he's a widower and he's really... Grumpy mm-hmm. and unhappy, and mm. just has a negative cloud mm. around him. And then some neighbors befriend him, and I, I think literally change his life. And it's just a very human sort of story. Maybe I should read this. Actually, <laughs> I think it would. <laughs> I think it would get you. You can either read it. The book is called A Man Called Uve, O-V-E, or you could watch the movie, yeah. Otto, O-T-T-O. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Keep it coming anytime. You know, we love to hear from you on Instagram or Facebook. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody.
0: Jody, has your first Hollywood Outsider?
2: I know yesterday we shared with you Eddie Murphy and his acceptance speech for his Cecil B. DeMille <laughs> Award. So coming yeah. up next, Backstage with Eddie. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought
0: to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
2: It was so fun this week when awards season got kicked off with a big Golden Globes awards mm-hmm. show. And the big award in my mind and brain was the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which was given to my favorite comedian of all time, and that's Eddie Murphy. Shared a little bit of that with you yesterday in The Hollywood Outsider, and you know, he had some advice in his acceptance speech for those <laughs> getting into the biz. But, you know, after... He goes backstage, and that's when more microphones get pushed in his face. And so he did this lovely interview. And by the way, have you? Did you guys see it? You put your eyes on him. No. He mm. does not. the the yeah. The award for less the best aged is mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. He looks like he did in '89. Yep. Yeah. He looks fantastic, and he's so calm. You mm-hmm. know, and warm. He seems so warm. Well, so. There were some questions coming at him. And it's like, what's the strangest thing that people say to you in public? Because you know, do people want you to throw out a funny line yeah. all the time? And here's what he had to say.
1: I was coming out of a hotel once, and somebody said that the doorman at the hotel came up and said, "Hey, man, that, that, that laugh that you had is that real or was that computers?"
2: <laughs> How did you answer that? Did you I
1: did say? not I just looked and just walked away. <laughs> you shut me down.
2: Is that laugh real or is that computers? <laughs> uh, that's Eddie Murphy backstage the other night at the Golden Globes.
1: Coming up next. I'm cleaning out the house and Jody, I got some uh, family heirlooms to give you. Yay. Jody, I am going to be uh, turning over some family heirlooms to you soon. Yay. Sam, are you doing like cleaning out of your house or something? Or is this No, just- no, no. Just one room. Well, it's not even a room. It's a pantry. Oh. um, t- this came about accidentally. Jody uh, shared with me a cookbook that she bought recently. And mm-hmm. so I took it home. I was flipping through it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take a picture of that page and that mm-hmm. page. And then it hit me. It's like, this looks like a book I should have. I know. And I, and I even thought, I know you bought it half price at Barnes & Noble after Christmas. I, did. <laughs> I was even thinking, I'll just go buy the book. Full yeah. price, Aww. I don't care because it's that, that good of a book. Is that good, right. Yeah. And I went and looked in my pantry, and there it is. You had it So already. at some point, my parents bought it for me and wow. put it in there. Well, wait,
2: does Murphy and, know the whole story about why no. you have so many? He has a pantry full of cookbooks because. Yeah, well,
1: it's, it's, down, it's only down to about 20 or 24 now. It used to be, my parents, whenever they would come visit, they would bring, a lot of times, they would bring a cookbook. My dad, you know, was into the recipes, yeah. cutting them from the paper, printing them out, putting them on sheets. But he would buy cookbooks like, um, like we buy book books. Right. He ri- He read right. cookbooks to read books. Mm-hmm. He didn't. I mean, wow. he would find okay. recipes he liked and marked them. Yeah. But he bought a cookbook to read it, to know the story behind it, to know what they put in it, and that's all that. Awesome. And that's awesome. That's very cool. They yeah. would buy one for me too. Like, here's yours. Okay. And it's like I'm not that person. Yeah. I use cookbooks to cook.
2: And you said it to them constantly. I but told they them still- a few <laughs>
1: times, just stop buying them because I'm not. I'm. I'm not using them. I yeah. did it nicely.
2: I know, but, but they kept
1: doing, in fact, my mom gave me one for Christmas. Yeah. So oh gosh. at one point I wound up cleaning out my pantry. I got about 20, 24, like I said. That's so a lot of
2: cookbooks. I right. don't
1: even need those. After looking at those, I thought I'm getting rid of about half of these. And so and when, Jody said, when he said ooh, wait, ooh, wait, ooh. wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Yeah. And the way, I, the way I use cookbooks, I cook from them like you, Yeah. but and not all the way to the way your dad does, does it. But I sort of, I appreciate them. And so I kind of have them as coffee table books sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have a coffee a, – a, I, mean, I have a cast iron cookbook right now, and it's sort of out, and I look at it every once in a while. The coffee table
1: ones are kind of like I right. like, because you can read those, and right. look at the pictures, and, and he, are read good the story. stories. Yeah. So, so I've got about 10, I guess, I can bring you and see if you Yay. really want them.
2: The rest we donate, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always donate.
1: You got those friends that do the book stuff. I do. I can give them to you, put them in a bag, and you can just take the ones you want and give them away. I'll just do them
2: for you. Yes. Sam's Music News. Brought to you
1: by Pralasek. Well, the Foo Fighters are going to be back in concert a little later this year. Oh, yay. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Dave Grohl posted something over the holidays about... We're moving forward, you know, yeah, we're, we're still going to do stuff. Now, he didn't make new an announcement drummer. about a new drummer or anything yet, but they are set to play the Boss, uh, three music festivals in May, also uh, two in May, and Bonnaroo in June. Okay, uh, They haven't announced who the drummer's going to be. I'm about sure that'll say. be a big announcement.
2: Everybody um, in music knows Dave Grohl. Yeah, and so you know, people who are drummers who've worked with him before met are just waiting on the edge of their seats because Mm. it'll be his decision. It'll
1: probably be somebody he knows and he's comfortable with because that's what has to get get along. And he this was kind of cool. He said, "Without Taylor, we never would have become the band that we were, Mm. and without Taylor, we were gonna we know we're gonna be a different band going forward."
2: Yeah, he's been through this before. He's been through the band transition before. Hello, buddy. Did you know
1: that there was talk of Beyonce and Britney uh, doing a collaboration?
2: I mean, Apparently,
1: I didn't know this, but now that it's fallen apart and it it. comes out, there was not going to be any singing involved. Apparently, Britney was just going to show up in a Beyonce video for a song and just, I guess, do a walkthrough or- twirl. Whatever. Yeah. Don't know. It's not going to happen now. Okay. And you know, we have that uh, U2 book out that uh, Bono wrote, the 40, it's called 40, the Songs of Surrender. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a memoir of 40 different U2 songs over the years and- I guess it's kind of like the McCartney Lyrics book, you know, explains it all. Well, in addition to the book that's been out, they're going to put out an album redoing all 40 of those songs. Really? Like, here's Beautiful Day, day. as we know it. Why redo it? Because they said they've gone in and they've changed keys, chords, tempos, words to make it more today, what they really wanted to say kind of stuff. Here's the new Beautiful Day.
2: beautiful day. Kind of stripped
1: back.
0: Yeah.
2: Let it away. Beautiful
0: day.
1: Bono still sounds like Bono. Yeah, does, that is pretty good. Uh, that is gonna be coming out in March, March the seventeenth. All forty songs called Songs of Surrender.
0: Back in the groove food. It's at murphysamonjody.com for you right now. You know, this is the month where you really at least try to get back, back on the track groove. and back in the groove. Hence it's the a name. A half hearted effort for a couple of days.
2: <laughs> Whatever. Simple it may recipes, be. they're good for you. Okay, that's at murphysamonjody.com. You guys want to talk a little bit about the Harry book? And I do mean Harry. Oh, Prince Harry. (laughs) Yeah, you're
0: not going to say Harry Styles. The Duke of Sussex. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't
2: know the title. I don't remember the title. And is he going to renounce his title? I mean, I I don't know. We've heard so much about the book. Is it already out? Yes, it dropped yesterday. Yeah, it dropped earlier this week. (laughs) Tuesday, rather. Okay. And he was on like 60 Minutes this week, too. You
1: know, my brother and I love each other. I love him deeply. There has been a lot of pain between the two of us, especially the last six years. None of... Anything that I've written, and anything I've included is ever intended to hurt my family.
2: Oh, okay. so I bring it up because here's what's to know. It's the fastest selling nonfiction book in the world, maybe ever. The calculations are still coming in. Um, It's the top selling book on Amazon. Hmm. They sold 400,000 copies on the first day, according to data coming in. Everybody wants to know this. And um, for, for those who are thinking about it, if you're on the fence, like I'm on the fence about this. Um, on the about, fence about
1: reading it? Yeah. Oh uh, really?
2: Why it's Harry it's Harry um reading the audiobook. If you want to hear that voice, Watch tell it the, to you.
1: The Netflix thing first. Okay. And then you can decide there if you want the book because it's kinda I mean it's kind of the it's same thing. It's kinda the same stuff, thing. Okay. So you can decide if you really want to delve into it.
2: Okay. Um the other things to know, apparently William is super mad. The future king of England is super mad oh, he, about
0: He just said he didn't want to hurt him.
2: Well, he didn't want to do it, but page after page after page, he is. You know, if you can kind of—I know none of us are royals, but if you—if <laughs> you were to write a tell-all book about your family, I mean, could you do that?
0: I couldn't do uh, it. Yeah, I don't think I could. No,
2: I could not. But you know, it would be a lot of chapters. But...
0: <laughs> well, I guess we need to, you know, watch and get some context here to understand. What what his overall beef is, you watch the series, right, Sam? Yeah, his
1: overall beef is the
2: institution Uh, of the monarchy. BBC, by the way, the critics say that it's the weirdest book ever written. It's like the longest angry drunk text ever. Wow. Mm. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody
0: has another Hollywood outsider.
2: Coming up next, though, from our Facebook and Instagram pages, what you are doing for your no-pressure new year. Social Media Connect. We love to hear from you there on Instagram and Facebook. And one of the things we've been sharing in January, January feels like half a year, doesn't it? <laughs> um, it's yeah, the, it's you're the, right. It does. It's the no pressure new year. And that's yeah. just something we've thrown out there because honestly, when thinking, to, thinking ahead to January, this was late in December. It's kind of like, you know what I don't want? I don't want all the pressure. I don't want to feel like in January I have to be a whole new person with a whole new, you know... <laughs> mountain to climb you know <laughs> i want, you think I want that, no pressure so that it can come to me naturally what i want to work on as uh, the current generation's
1: age that the resolution idea is going to go out the window
2: probably it'll become goals i mean i haven't mm-hmm.
1: never i've never talked to my kids about resolutions but it, they just don't seem to be the resolutiony kind. they don't well, you know what but it's i don't think those are ever gonna it's it's not a new
0: thing it's a natural reset to the year when you get to the end <laughs> I'm just saying, but that maybe maybe, maybe not maybe not for kids. But you know, and by the time you're you're a college age and on, of course you're going to be setting goals. So I don't think that'll ever go out. Phoebe
2: asked me one year, "What should my resolution be?" I was like, "Only you can answer that, and you don't have to have it." Hence, the no pressure. While I'm, we're saying that, no pressure on you. You don't have to do anything differently if you don't want to. Right. But chances are, every day of your life, you know, you, we're all a work in progress. There are things you want to do. Nah, right. I'm good. Okay, so we had introduced, and one of the things we said, I had said, was that work on your responses to things that drain your energy, yeah. things that drain you. Like, work on your responses, because that's really all you can control. You can't control on, uh, what, you know, what people around you act like, but you can recall how control how you respond
0: which actually does reduce your own stress too it does mm-hmm.
2: tracy says thanks i need this laura says thanks i will draw on this steven says my response to those with negative energy is whatever it's not worth my time a shame it takes us so long to learn that in life jeff yeah, says that's true it is true it does kind of take your whole life yeah to get that um jeff says i work on an ambulance And we don't get much, so we don't get much rest. We have to go where the voices in the radio tell us (laughs) 24-7. And that's true. I also hope that you, Jeff, will be able to stay calm, though, wherever you end up showing up. Right. It's probably a big part of that job anyway. Totally. No pressure, New Year. Thank you. We love hearing from you. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Actor Austin Butler, who won a Golden Globe the other night for his portrayal of Elvis Presley. My daddy a That's Austin singing. Yeah, he did all the singing also in the movie, which is hmm. why he sounds so much like him. For three years, he yeah. became him. Really, by the way, he is favored to win the Academy Award. Oh, really? He is. Favored huh. in Hollywood and in the press to win it. That would be cool. So I know that would be so, so cool. And I know Lisa Marie Presley wants that to happen. Yeah. So after the Golden Globes, backstage, there are a lot of interviews. You win that statue, you got to get back there and answer. And of course, one of the things, even in his acceptance speech, people were tweeting, hey, he, sounds, he still sounds like Elvis. <laughs> so it's, the question is, do you think you still sound like him? Here is how Austin answered.
0: You, you know, I don't think I sound like him still, but I Yes, I must cuz I hear it a lot. Um you know I often liken it to when somebody lives in another country for a long time. And I, I had 3 years where that was my only focus in life. So I'm
2: sure that there's just pieces of my DNA. Yeah. He said he likens it to yeah. when someone lives in a foreign country for like 2 or 3 years and yeah. I was Elvis for 2 or 3 years and so there's a part of that DNA that's just still in me, but he doesn't hear it. So you mm. know, he's not only working on an acceptance speech in his mind about what to say, but how to sound when he says it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Fasting this morning for blood work. Well, how to not feel it when you do get stuck on the way. I had to have some blood work done the other morning, first thing in the morning, fasting blood work, and mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, had you had to leave here for a few minutes to do it. Yeah, that. I did.
2: And so, um, it just strikes me that so much of the things that bother us can be in our minds right what do you mean because the, stick, about the needle the needle was nothing everything else is what made me oogie am i weird like that what's
1: everything else that
2: thing that they wrap around and tie
0: oh you're uh, talking about the little latex you know thing or yeah. i guess it may it's probably not latex it feels like a big
2: it. fat rubber band yeah, exactly
0: Man, it's a tourniquet yeah tourniquet, that actually, that's the word. yeah that pulls my hair i don't like I, that <laughs>
2: Well, it it just feels weird. I don't like that.
0: But the stick doesn't. I've been stuck so many times; it doesn't bother me.
2: Well, what I'm saying is, my girl was she was great. I mean, I barely felt it, but I I wasn't looking. So that so the tourniquet bothered me more than the stick. And then why does a tourniquet
1: bother you? It
2: just feels wrong against your skin, and then it's tight. I don't know. I'm just saying it bothers me. But the other part is you can hear them clipping the little um, yeah. the little tubes, and this time it was a bunch of tubes. It was like five or six, and I eventually so I'm not looking down at you know the blood draw because yeah. that's my thing. I don't want to look down at yeah. it, so I'm looking away, and um, I was like, "It's why there's so many." But you hear those clicking and her switching the tubes that bothers me. But at one that, point in the middle of it, I thought, "Here's the trick," in my mind. Stop picturing what she's doing. The whole point of me turning away is I don't want to picture what she's doing. So I started picturing something else, and, it, and I was fine. Well, good. Picturing I, that I, she was doing something else, like putting a puzzle together or
0: something. I always look away. I mean, it's uh-huh. even as many times as, you know, that's sort of a regular thing because I'm getting stuck three or four times a year, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I always look away. But the multiple draw thing, I I like it when they put the extra tube there so that they're, they're changing out the... Collect the collection containers uh-huh. with a tube instead of pulling it directly off the needle right. each time. You know what now I mean? I don't know That's what they That's the were only thing that bothers me a little bit. Because I but. wasn't
2: watching. But those two things are worse than the stick to me. Yeah. Anyway, it's about you know, telling yourself a different story if you're looking away anyway. So what
0: did you visualize?
2: Her putting together some little puzzle. Because you can feel <laughs> things. You know, you can hear guess, things. Yeah. Hey, it is what's in your mind. It is. Three things you need to know today. Number 1, yesterday's flight cancellation debacle where huh. it was an FAA system meltdown, it was caused by a corrupted digital file. Amazing. They're saying they're mostly ruling out being hacked, it was a corrupted file 11,000 flights were canceled or delayed and now all you know airlines are saying look give us some time to catch up because Hmm. today is a big day of catching up
1: and southwest is like give us a lot more time please
2: (laughs) number two buffalo bills safety demar hamlin out of the second hospital the buffalo hospital and at home now he was sent home and said look he can he completed a series of tests and he did really well so the rest of his like sort of rehab will be done at home. You think his football career is done now?
1: That seems I, like a serious thing to happen to jump back on the field.
2: It is. Nobody's saying he's jumping back on now. Yeah. my. And I think he's going to try to get back. I mean...
1: That's the mindset of football player. That's the players, mindset yeah. of a
2: football player who was a mm-hmm. starting safety yep. towards, you know... The first thing he said when he woke up was, did we win? Oh, no. oh, yeah. And number three, guitar legend Jeff Beck died. I know you heard about it yesterday. He was 78 um, after contracting bacterial meningitis. He won eight Grammys over his career and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Wow. Once with the Yardbirds and once by himself.
1: Three things to know today.
2: Download and listen to the show and the After the Show podcast any time of day, anywhere you are, when it works for you, anywhere you uh, download podcasts for free, okay? Murphy, you're going to like this story especially. It's uh, it's about, you'll like it, Sam, because it's about Disney. Yay. And Murphy will like it because it's about, well, work management. Look
0: at this stuff. (laughs) Oh, really? Isn't it neat? Do you hear about Disney telling
2: employees that it's coming? What? This new... Girl the new, I guess, you got to come back to work. You got to come wow. back into the office. There was a memo that was sent by their CEO. Is it Bob Iger? Mickey yeah. Mouse. Yeah. Mickey Mouse.
0: And he was
1: just put back in as CEO, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. was.
2: See, I wouldn't know that. That's you, Murph. The guy
1: oh. before him ran it into the ground, so he kind of kicked him out and brought ran Bob back. Ran it into
2: the ground? Yeah. When has Disney ever been in the ground? Well,
1: okay, by Disney standards. Oh, okay. It, I think it had to do, like, when
0: after streaming didn't work as well as they hoped and all that kind of stuff. You oh,
2: know? okay.
1: We're making money, just not Disney money. Okay, so starting in
2: March, there was a memo that went out that says employees have to be back in the office four days a week. Monday through Thursday. It's a return to work plan. It's one of the most comprehensive in all of the U.S. and all the companies. And it was a whole memo. You're talking about the whole company, though, not just like the park people,
1: because I can't assume, the whole company. I Can't imagine the park people not showing up because then you wouldn't no. have people running the parks.
2: Yeah, but for office, yeah. you know, for administrative, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. because there's been a lot of work from home. Since I, 2020, know, and 2020. and it's
0: not that it's a bad thing. There are some companies that can thrive that way, but there are some companies where, I mean, unfortunately, I think productivity goes down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just because of the social setting. You know, when you're in with others and mm-hmm. can have conversations and so forth, more probably gets done.
2: Part of yeah. the memo was that being together brings. Tre- this sounds like Murphy. Right? <laughs> 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 brings <laughs> tremendous value to the creative process. So what you just said, yeah. Have I mean, so- any of the
1: characters been working from home? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway,
0: well, so think about that. Do you remember at the beginning be- at the beginning of COVID when we were all uncertain about what was going on? I was staying working from home. Remember that, and I yeah. was skyping with you know to do the show with you and and Jody because um, we didn't know what was up. It was you know good for me to be at work or not, and it was a little bit challenging to be.
2: It was very challenging, like that, right? Yeah. it's very it's disconnected. Better for the,
0: for the three of us to be in the same room like this. It's,
2: it's better for certain people with their flexibility, and everybody loves work life flexibility. But it's not necessarily better for the overall. By the so. way,
1: and Murphy, that was because of the diabetes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just because I'm not going, Jody. You go.
2: (laughs) Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has
0: your next Hollywood Outsider at 820.
2: Coming up next, join us, 877-310-4MSJ. We love to hear from you, so join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. If we are on the other line or we miss you, you can always leave us messages, and you do. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail.
0: Hey, guys. This is Robert from Indiana. just wanted to say that you guys have changed my view on radio completely. I used to be the one that would always be like, radio is for music, not for talk shows. But with you guys, it's completely opposite. I want you to take away the music and just (laughs) talk about your day, your events, everything. It's hilarious. I love you guys. It's awesome. You have definitely changed my view on radio, and I will always forever listen to you guys Aww. from this point on. Thanks. Wow.
2: that's a- thank Robert, you, thank Robert. you for leaving us the message. We can't take away the music. No, nah, we can't take <laughs> away the music. <laughs> just so you know. Um, you want to grab another one, guys? Yeah. Uh, yes. Hi, guys. My name is Dawn. First of all, I want to just tell you guys I love, love, love your show. Mm. You guys were talking about people taking food on planes. I've got a story. Mm. So my stepmom, she would take corn with her onto the plane, and we told her, they're they're never going to let you through with that. She said, oh, no, honey, I'm going to eat it on the plane. <laughs> Can you imagine eating corn while you're on the plane? Anyways, thanks, guys.
0: Thank you, Dawn, for the message. I'm that assuming corn on the cob is what she means, right? Either way, I it's still <laughs> yeah, odd. It's still don't. corn. Yeah. I, I, I've seen people bring really strange things on like? the planes. I mean, I've seen people bring, you know, fried chicken, which is delicious. But, man, yeah. on a plane, that's messy. It you know what smells what I mean? that's incredible. I mean, yeah. Like when it they does. go to oh.
1: five guys in the airport and then
0: bring
2: it oh on a plane. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I want to sit by that person. Yeah. Yeah. Have
0: you ever had anybody, you know, go you get on a plane with the, you know their sub sandwich that's loaded up with purple onions yeah. and all that? It's yeah. Really
2: yeah, it's like, it's too much. Strong. I will tell you, the only thing about this that's – and Dawn, the only thing about it is for me – the older I get, and the more I travel, the less I want to eat on a plane. Yeah, why? Because you know? it's a hundred million people have touched what you're just about to sit and touch and seatbelt and
1: hand sanitizer works, I you know, know, perfectly. And you know, I'm- I, know. I understand, Jody. You got to put the tray down. You got to hold on to the stuff when you're done. No.
2: no, it's about it's about the the germs in the air.
1: Uh, well, <sighs> both of you can pass. That's more Biscoff for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah,
2: or corn. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Did you know it's the 25th anniversary of Titanic? Got everything I need right here with me. I figure life's a gift, and I don't intend on wasting it. A wow. young Leonardo DiCaprio. And the thing is about this movie, everyone wants to get mad about the ending i remember seeing it in the theater thinking wow this is beautiful it's like you can't believe what you're seeing i'm not just talking about him either you can't um, believe
1: what you're seeing you mean about him not no, getting room on the board
2: who, who cares about that anymore 25th anniversary and it'll be on february 10th in theaters in 4k and 3d oh. certain theaters around the country so you can see it again
1: no new scenes
2: no different like, ending miss the iceberg no kind new of thing. scenes but 3D—that's going to be scarier and more beautiful as hmm. well. Yeah. Um, also, we mentioned earlier, and I know you heard about it yesterday, that guitarist, legendary guitarist Jeff Beck passed away. Well, remember he was really good friends with and played music with Johnny Depp. People say we got it this is Johnny singing
1: and Jeff playing. <laughs>
2: They were really good friends. They
1: just got off a tour recently.
2: And apparently, Johnny was at his bedside recently. He got really sick and, and he went downhill really quickly, and Johnny went to see him. So that's the word. And Johnny, they're, they're saying he's pretty devastated.
0: I
1: want to talk about Eddie Murphy.
2: The greatest comedian of our time.
1: Winner of the Cecil B. DeMille Award a couple of days ago. Yeah, at the, at the Golden Globes. And I was really thrilled to see his acceptance speech mm-hmm. on that because yep. it gave me a little glimmer. Of hope. Of happy, funny, Eddie. hilarious Eddie. It's very simple. There's three things. you do. Just do these three things. Pay your taxes. <laughs> mind your business. And keep. Will Smith's Wax <laughs> name out of your no. I lost it when I saw that clip because I was like, yay. Because, and we've talked about this before, the past, yes. I don't know how many years, Eddie Murphy's been very- Low key. In the background, some dude, low key. When he came back for the 40th from Saturday Night Live, he was low key. Yeah, no. I know. I know he did the, co- the, the hosting uh, like a year or so ago, and there he went back and played some of his old characters. But it just seems like, I don't know if it's maturity- you were worried he lost his funny.
2: Yeah, oh, I have so much to well, say about
0: this. We so, so Jody, much. you and I were watching. Was it the David Letterman thing with him, or was comedians it, and cars. Or it, it was? Oh, comedians and cars. So that was with Getting Jerry called. Seinfeld. Yeah, and um, some of that is really just because he's a perfectionist and he wants his comedy to be perfect, mm-hmm. and so it, he will try it out and he'll rehearse it. He won't do it unless he knows it's good. So I think that's probably what you're seeing. And he's been a family, you know, really well, family focused. I think there's
2: a lot going on here, though. Yeah. Um, he took a break. He he has not lost his funny. There's no way yeah, you lose that. no way. Mm-hmm. um he also realizes the time he's living in and our culture uh, yeah. and his yeah, He doesn't want to be canceled. yeah, you know. But uh, honestly, some of the things he used to put in his stand-up mm-hmm. would absolutely not fly today. He knows that. So maybe he is a little more scaled back when he does appear. Right. But I don't think he works on – that thing he did at the Gold, the Golden Globes, the, the joke? Yeah. He wrote that. Yeah. And he probably practiced it on a few insiders. And it was awesome. And yeah. it was awesome. It landed – Fine, it landed perfectly. But Murphy's right; he's a perfectionist. But you, I haven't seen him do stand up in forever, and yeah. he probably wants to, but he doesn't want to hurt himself at this point yeah. in his career.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And that's why he's doing movies because that's scripted; it's decided on. And if you if it doesn't land, you can retake something. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you want Old Eddie, you're gonna have to go back and watch Raw. Old Eddie. So Sam, since you're gonna bring me several of your. Um, re gifted, I guess. You're going to re gift to me some of the cookbooks that your family gave you over the years. Yeah. Um, and if I choose to keep one or two of them, which yeah. I think that's what will happen, you'll have, you'll bring 10 and I'll keep one or two at the most. Right. If you're giving them to me, yeah. will you sign the inside for me? No. Why not? Why? When people give me books, I like a little note. She does
1: like that. Well, you want me to write? Here's a re gifted book? Yeah. I don't care what you put, snark
0: meister.
2: Well, I just you know like it.
0: enjoy exclamation point, Sam,
1: and then date it. That's it's, uh, it's enjoy. literally that easy. It's not me. Well, uh, well that's then d-
2: yeah, don't don't take advice for how, what to write for yourself. I
1: hope this lasts for years.
0: <laughs> Actually, if, I guess if Tim were to write, he would write, "I don't need this anymore." Or, <laughs>
2: please Sam, take it, please. <laughs> I just like the personal. Written line or two Uh, when you give something. Figure
1: out which ones you want, and I'll start writing.
2: (laughs)